Welcome to TMG Today. Join other master manifestors across the globe to turn your goals into reality at lightning speed. Here, we connect the dots for you so you can skip all the nonsense and finally get unstuck. Right here on the Manifestor's Guide today. Let's go. Hey, everybody, and welcome to TMG Today, the Manifestor's Guide podcast. I am Dewey Taylor. Hey, everyone. I'm Charlie Carroll. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. This is the intersection of universal law, success principles, and leading edge science. And as always, if you find value in anything that you hear on our episode today, make sure that you share it with somebody that you care about. So make sure to like, share, and subscribe. We're on YouTube and podcasting apps everywhere and also on social media at Manifestor's Guide. Charlie, how are you doing? Dewey, I'm great. You know, we say at the start of every episode, you know, why you, why do you share? Because when you put value out in the world, value comes back. And we're hearing about the Absolutely. value that people are receiving because they're putting value out there. It's so awesome to be a part of that and for you all to be a part of that. So I'm glad to be back. Always, always. And as always, this is an extension of our inner circle online community as a part of our Master Manifestor system. So if you guys keep hearing us say that and you don't know what it is, make sure to check that out at manifestorsguide.com. So right now, we actually have a little bit of a mini announcement. So we have our Master Manifestor system relaunching very soon. Right now, we have a version of that um, that we have been using for the past, what, year? Um, And we've got a great community and we are changing lives inside of that community. And we're so incredibly grateful to that system. But we are moving in from the Manifestor's Guide to E-System into the Master Manifestor system. And we're relaunching that very, very soon. So we're announcing right here on the podcast today that anybody who wants to enter into our ecosystem through the Manifestor's Guide to E-System, which we currently have available right now on the website, manifestorsguide.com, we will actually give you a free upgrade into the Master Manifestor system. Now, that's going to save you tons and tons and tons of money. Um, so if that's something that you're interested in, absolutely go check us out at manifestorsguide.com. We are so excited to be able to offer that to the people who have been listening at the very beginning here on the podcast, because as this thing continues to grow and we get the momentum rolling, you know, you're going to be really, really happy that you got into our ecosystem as soon yeah. as you did, because let me tell you, the cor- the new courses that we have, the new coaching that we have, everything that's rolling out, we've been working on for quite a long time and beta testing. And I'm just telling you, it is just beyond mind blowing. The, the I've science never seen anything, and I've never seen anything no. like it in this space. It's, it's something no, not at all, yeah. not at all. And it's something, you know, we've talked about this before, Charlie, but this is something that was that was intended to come into this physical world, whether it was going to come through us or somebody else. You know, we just happened to be tuned in and listening at the right place at the right time. And we heard the call and we're doing it. But somebody would have brought this into the world. It is time for people to take these principles that they are vibrating in and know that it's true and they're aligned with and to take their desires all the way across the finish line and become a master manifester. It's time that we really fully step into our power. So really excited for that. So we're actually, this is kind of a follow-up today, this episode. Um, We're talking about kind of part two of an episode we talked about a few weeks ago, which was opening the giving cycle. And we've got an incredible question that prompted this episode. um, And we also have an incredible guest joining us this week on the episode to help us answer this question. So first, let's see who is asking our question this week and what their question is. So this week, our question is coming from Nori H out in Fort Worth, Texas. And Nori is going to be familiar to many of you all in our audience because she's actually been on our podcast before. She did an episode with us, Never Too Late, Later in Life Success. 
and where she talked about, you know, being in her latter years and finding rejuvenation through discovering these ideas for the first time and wondering where they've been all her life. So definitely check that episode yes. out. But Nori, the, the question episode. that Nori, yeah, it's so much fun. The question that Nori brought to us today, she goes, hey guys, I just listened to the Giving Cycle episode. Wow, total light bulb moment for me. However, there was one item I would love for you to elaborate on. At the end of the episode, you said, nobody needs you. And that's true. I did say that at the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I work with, uh, Nori goes on to say, I work with special needs children. And I know many people might be asking, what about them? What about a person with a handicap or a baby? While I believe I know what you mean, this would be a great opportunity to elaborate on this point for all of us. Thank you. A fantastic question. First of all, hi, Nori. Hope everything's going well. <laughs> yeah, she was a great guest. And uh, we actually had talked to her recently because she's in our inner circle online community about coming back on the podcast because she has a lot of things moving forward right now. And it's really yeah. exciting to see her journey and her manifestations unfold. Um, but this is an incredible question. And it's one we got from several people. And this is an awesome opportunity for us to expand on this whole concept of giving but from a place of empowerment. And we're going to introduce a few concepts today that people might not have heard of before, and we're going to elaborate on in future episodes much more. But we're going to provide, man, just what an expansive way of looking at this. I'm so incredibly excited for this. And we also have a very special guest. Paige Ellen is going to join us right after the break. And the reason why we invited her to come on this episode is because she has such a great background when it comes to giving. She has such a heart for people and community. You know, she's traveled all over the world and has a lot of experiences with different people, different cultures. Um, worked in social impact, but she's also gone from this lack to power journey that we're talking about today of being in the state of lack and wanting to help, but, you know, uh, moving into the place of power and actually being able to do that. And so that's what we're going to break down today. Your little statement of nobody needs you, but we're going to show you exactly why nobody needs you and how you can actually plant the seeds of growth and change that we really desire in the world, but do it from a place of power to create the impact that we would like to see. So we're going to do that right after the short break, and we'll see you guys right back here. So don't go anywhere. TMG is partnered with Podbean to bring you new episodes each week. Are you finally ready to step into your own power and let your voice be heard? Well, then why not start your very own podcast? Remember, what you find ordinary, others will find extraordinary. It's never been easier to produce and distribute your podcast to every major podcasting app available. Podbean also makes monetizing your podcast foolproof so you can add value to the world while you're making money. Thanks to our partnership, you can try your first month absolutely free. Visit podbean.com slash TMG today. That's podbean.com slash TMG today. Brain science has shown that by the time you're seven years old, you've installed a program in your mind that you'll run for a lifetime. And for 99% of us, we're running a program of struggle, but you can change that. At TMG, we've designed a system to install this new programming to get you exactly where you want to go. With the power of brain science and multisensory learning, you'll discover your path of least resistance as you manifest your goals into reality. And for a limited time, you can try the Manifestor's Guide to Ease system absolutely risk-free. This system comes with unlimited access to weekly coaching for accelerated results, as well as instant membership into the Manifestor's Inner Circle online community. If you're ready to finally get unstuck and create the ultimate life success you know you you're capable of. Visit manifestorsguide.com. Use coupon code TMG today for 10% off and we'll send the Manifestors Guide to Ease system to your email right now. That's manifestorsguide.com. 
Alrighty, welcome back from the break. So, Charlie, right before we went to the break, we were talking about this kind of giving cycle continued, like 2.0. Um, and I'm so excited to introduce our audience to our guest today. This is Paige Ellen. Say hi, Paige. How are you doing? <laughs> hi, everyone. Great to be here. Thanks so much for having me, Dewey and Charlie. Really excited to Absolutely. be part of the conversation. Of course. So tell the audience a little bit about you and your experience. And, you know, we've talked a lot about your social impact and uh, uh, experiences throughout your career and just your heart for community and people, which is why you, you work with us, because that's what, exactly what we're looking for. And it's so important for our community members um, and people who are, desire to be coached and be coaches in the world to have somebody with the kind of heart that you do working directly with them. So tell us a little bit about you. Yeah, sure. So um, when I graduated from college, I studied human development. And when I left, I knew I wanted to do three things. And that's all about all I knew. I knew that I wanted to do great work, that I wanted to work alongside passionate people, and that I wanted to experience as much of the world um, as I possibly could. And so I set out to do that in a number of different capacities. And I would describe my journey over the last um, decade or so as one of both learning how to stand in, step into, and stand in my own power so that I can come from a place of being able to then empower others. Mm. And the way that I kind of have found that journey, and of course, it's a continuous one, right? It's not, there's no, you don't just wake up one day and like your power is always there. You continually have to work at it and remind yourself yes. um, of these things. Um, I kind of call the human experience one of uh, great remembering. I think we're all born with this knowledge and we're all born knowing that we have this power and mm -hmm. we forget. And so it's kind of this great remembering um, along the way. And so I would say that um, I have been in the space of social impact. I've seen kind of both sides, you know, um, of the lack mentality and what stepping into that power looks like through my own experience and also been very fortunate to to help see that uh, manifest in others as well. Um, and so very excited about this conversation today. Yes, I, I love what you just said. That is such a an amazing reminder for all of us we, that this is inherent. This is yeah. all inherent. And that's why when I know that our audience is listening each week and when you hear us say these things, and it hits so hard and you're like, yes, and it provides some ease and relief to you. It's because you already know it. So I love that you just said that, Paige, because it's so incredibly true. What we can be for other others and what we are really in this world, we're, we're mirrors. We're mirrors to each other from both sides of the polarity spectrum, right? We can be the negative part. We can be the positive part to each other. So we get to decide. And that's what we're talking about today. We get to decide what what part of the polarity spectrum that we want to exude into the world, what we want to put out into the world and what we want to create more of. And that's where we come from that power place, right? That empowerment. Um, well, we're going to talk about the, the lack and empowerment triangle here in a minute. I want to start with this idea, you know, last time that we talked about the giving cycle, we were talking about the savior complex, right? And how you turn that idea of trying to save people all the time to make yourself feel better to comes from that place of lack, right? That I have to constantly prove my own value by swooping in and saving people all the time and turning that into a place of power by giving by investment. Have you had that experience in your own life? Definitely. Um, I would say that when you're giving from a place of thinking that someone needs something, you're making a lot of assumptions. And anytime you make assumptions, Amen. I don't know what <laughs> there's, there's a little saying that people say about when you yes. go making assumptions. Um, I don't think we need to repeat it. Um, most people probably know if you don't just Google it. Um, 
But when you make assumptions about something, um, you're automatically placing what you think upon someone else when you realistically have no idea where they're coming from, what their mindset yes. is, what their needs are. And so I think that by asking a lot of questions, curiosity became my best friend in my own journey in the giving space. Curiosity became my best friend. When you can ask the questions of others, have a conversation with them, you ask the question, um, you know, how's it, you open the conversation, how's it going? Like, yes. <laughs> then you're allowing those people to come from a place of empowerment themselves, a place mm -hmm. of dignity. Um, you're creating a space of us community. You're not creating a space of it's me and them because by yes. doing that, you're creating a separation and you're kind of, you're setting yourself in the savior complex, right? You're setting yourself above another. And that's not, that's not to help somebody up, right? Yes. Correct. When we're all just experiencing different things at the same time, none being above or below the other. And 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 to to piggyback off of that, I mean, really, that that comes back to the law of vibration, right? This is and we talk about environment all the time inside of our coaching um, each each and every week. Environment is so important because when you create an ecosystem that supports the person that you desire to be in the desired reality, you actually can flourish there, right? You have the oxygen to breathe and the life that you're trying to create into what you're creating. And so what you're really doing by doing exactly what you said, you're going to somebody in a space and empowering them, you're you're creating the vibration that is going to create that ecosystem for them to step into. Now, whether they do it or not, is not up to us. And that's not for us to judge. But what you're doing is showing people that they can create that vibrational reality. The CEO is the exact same as, as the, the homeless person on the street. It's just the homeless person doesn't know that they are the same, right? They see the wall of separation. And what you're doing is providing this person the access through the open door to say like, no, the door has always been open. You just didn't see it. <laughs> and so I'm just going to show you that because I see it too. The door is open for you. Well, and I want to connect to something that Paige said in her introduction, talking about going on you know, her, the journey that she was going on to empower others while, you know, which was her own growth journey, which as you said, doesn't really end because we are always finding, we're always peeling the layers of the onion and finding more and more ways to empower ourselves, which yes. has the direct translation to, of empowering others. We've said it multiple times on this, on this podcast, it's the whole cup runneth over. Right. When Amen. you are empowered, you are in the best space to empower people, even if it's just by demonstration. You know uh, what you're talking about here, yeah. uh, the CEO, the homeless person. Well, the person who might currently be in uh, uh, more desperate circumstances has the choice to still feel empowered and in that energy can now witness what that might look like in a new in a new space and and move toward that. Because it's all we're all just moving energy here at the end of the day. That's what we really are talking about with all these universal laws. And every single one of us has the equal power to move energy all the same. And it's all absolutely. Powerful. Absolutely. And the other thing I would add to that, too, is, um, you know, coming speaking about my my own journey is that when I was giving from from this place, more so ego, you know, like kind of the lower vibration sense of giving. That comes from a place of you haven't empowered yourself yet. You haven't been giving something to yourself yet. Amen. Because if you haven't opened the giving cycle within yourself, you can't open the giving cycle to go outward yes. beyond you. 
I mean, let's let's just pause that, rewind it, and repeat it because that is one hundred percent. And what when you do that, when you empower yourself, when your cup is full and you're going out into the world, and now you're just spilling that vibration to other people, it seems like everything that you touch turns to gold, right? So and initially, you're going to attract people to you because they want a little piece of whatever you have, right? But then what you get to turn around and do is say, no, 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 no. You don't want to come to me because I have the answers or I'm some sort of a savior, right? Because we don't have the savior complex at that point. You want to come to me because you see the power that you desire within yourself. And I can just reinforce that right back to you, right? And that's where that magnetism, law of attraction pulls people in. And then we can mirror, right? That's why it's so important to understand all of these universal laws. Because attraction is not manifestation. Attraction is one component of manifestation, but there's so many other universal laws and there's so many other principles that make this make sense in the entire process and unfolding of manifestation. And I, I think a big component of what we're talking about too is, you know, once you've kind of embraced this whole concept, um, especially from a scientific perspective, which is a lot of what our master manifestor system does is it really breaks down I mean, we're talking the deepest of scientific studies in manifestation, but we talk about what we call the matrix. We are very well aware of, as people who are actively manifesting and moving forward to understand these principles, that we are living in the matrix. We've already woken up. Let, let's just talk about it as if we're in the movie, The Matrix. We're Neo. We've already taken the pill. We've gone on our rabbit hole journey. We've woken up on the other side, gone, what the hell is this? And then we've decided now to come back into the matrix. So now we know that we can manipulate it however we want to, right? And we have the opportunity to address people in a way that empowers them to make that journey if if they, you know, so choose to do that. But we know that this is all a simulation. So when we can look at somebody who might be in that space of I'm in lack, I'm in need, I'm disabled, my body doesn't work the way I'm supposed to, I need, I need, someone has to help me or I can't do XYZ. And we can look at it and say, well, that's what the hologram is mirroring back to you. Right. And that's the program that we're all programmed with. But we know that there's so much more to this story. It's really just when we see someone we perceive as lacking something and we ascribe value to that. We're not we haven't yeah. taken this, the chance to ask that person. I, I don't have the title of this on the top of my head, but I remember listening to a TED talk so many years ago. It's one of my favorites to this day. Um, a woman who had some severe bodily disabilities and the, the title of the TED talk was, I am not your inspiration. And she was speaking <laughs> from the, she was speaking from, she was so like witty and, and so much like personality. And she was just speaking from the perspective of constantly being pitied and constantly, you know, and here she is, uh, if I remember, she's a, a scientist or researcher. She's done fantastic things in her life. She's accomplished in the ways that she's desired to be. And she, she was talking about her capability. Yeah. She was living from a paradigm of capability while yes. everybody around her, because of the way she looked, wanted to put disability on her. And that's, that's nobody's right. <laughs> and that's what Paige was talking about earlier, where when we're putting the label on somebody else or reinforcing a label that someone else has put on them, right? What we're really doing is we keep reinforcing that lack programming, and that's what creates that need in the first place. And I'm going to go back to this whole polarity in, the, in our programming, right? This power dynamic, where whether we're in lack or in power programming, there is this thing that we teach in our system. And it, we talk about the victim cycle, and we talk about the empowerment cycle. And within those cycles, we have a triangle, right? One is the positive side, and one is the negative side. And the, the negative triangle that points downward is a triangle of victimhood, persecution, and rescue. So we have a literal 
role that you're going to play inside of that cycle. I'm either the victim, I am the persecutor who's pointing the finger, or I'm the rescuer, somebody who who reinforces the victim mentality in the victim, right? And what's so interesting is you can plug that in to personal relationships, you can plug it into familial relationships, you can plug it into even what's what's even incredible about that is you can plug it into take people out of the equation. You can be a victim of society. And the persecutor can be society as a whole. You can take people out of the equation and just plug in whatever. It can be your job. You can be a victim of the whole, the, the, the entire experience you're having at work. And the persecutor can just be everybody, right? And, and then the rescue can be the new job that you're trying to go get, right? You can do this with absolutely everything. So what is the, what is the positive pole of this? It's the empowerment triangle inside of the empowerment cycle. And that's the positive pole. Because every single thing in the entire world has a negative and positive pull, right? That's what polarity is. So the positive pull of being a victim is being a creator. You go from I can't to how can I? It's it's not the, look, somebody's persecuting me. Someone's doing this to me. You take full responsibility for who you are and what you're creating in the world. And that's what makes you a creator. Because you realize you are creating the experience. You go from the persecutor to the challenger. And now instead of punishing and blaming people, you can have constructive accountability and you can actually encourage people to look deeper beneath the surface and then you can walk away being detached from the outcome of what they're going to do because it's none of your business right but you can challenge and then step back and allow people to go on their own journey yet again looking at people from a place of power and we can go from being the rescuer you know uh, always having that savior complex which we said so many times in this episode and swooping in and saving people or reinforcing their limitation i mean think about even in work situations the boss comes over right the persecutor you guys didn't do this and the person who was just victimized in this scenario right they feel offended and then as soon as the boss walks away you got that friend that you turn to and they go oh my gosh i can't believe they just did that to you i saw what happened that's being the rescuer. You are reaffirming to the victim that they've just been victimized. This happens all of the time in the research, the actual research. This is so interesting because there's decades and decades and decades of research on this. You guys, we're not just making this up. And the research shows that 95% of people exist in this, this drama triangle, this lack triangle, right? This lack cycle. But anybody at any moment can use polarity to move from this lack space, this victim triangle, and this victim cycle into the power dynamic. We can do it at any moment. And that's so incredibly freeing. It's perception. It's making that, sp that, that split moment decision. When, you're, when that boss comes over, you know, the objective fact might be the boss came over and said things to you. It's you have the choice to decide if you're the victim or if, that's going to, if you're going to choose the empowerment side. And there's a myriad of solutions or, or things that might come out of that experience. Maybe the, the creator decides, this is, I'm done, it's time for a new job. And you make, exactly. a, step in, and you make a step in life into an and environment. And you create a new job. <laughs> right. And you, uh, the, the creator starts co uh, cultivating respect for his or herself and going, you know, I deserve more. I know I deserve more than this. And creates the space for that because that's what you do when you're a creator you create or you create space. change within your current workspace as well yes. right because yeah. you, you're setting a new intention to create something new there that has never existed before that's also being a creator right that's a complete opposite of a victim mentality that's what we're talking about when we talk about this idea of nobody needs you well then they do need you when you're existing in this drama space right when you're existing in this drama cycle someone always needs you or you always need someone else and it creates this incredible codependent 
dependency that's very unhealthy. And the thing about, you know, we're not going to go into that whole talk right now. We're in a different episode. I promise you guys we're going to come back to this because it's so incredibly important. We talk about it in coaching all the time. But to be able to identify the triangles in your own life, be able to identify the cycles that you're in, these loops over and over again. And you can you can be a victim in one triangle and then go over to the person right to your left and all of a sudden be a persecutor in that triangle and create a new triangle. And what happens is so many of these triangles are going on all the time. We're either being a victim, a persecutor, or a rescuer with almost every situation and every connection. And what can happen is where we feel overwhelmed in life is there are so many triangles going on at once. There's And we call those open tabs. Right. So when we talk about law of compensation, you have these open tabs. That's the CPU in your brain that's always working. Well, I'm this person in this role in this triangle. Then I'm this person in this role in this triangle. And then I'm this person in this role. And then they can happen so fast. You can have all these open tabs, these open cycles going on at once. And you can have six or seven different drama triangles happen where you're a different role in a matter of two minutes with different people in different at work and then at home. And then you get a call from, you know, your aunt and then and then it, you just feel overwhelmed and it's exhausting. You can do the same thing. You can you can have the same action. You can go, you know, volunteer, and in one way you're reinforcing somebody's limitation and their lack, and in another way you're actually creating more of what you want to see. You're planting that seed that will see harvest, and that's part of that opening the giving cycle episode we did before, talking about, you know, give by investment. So, what for you personally in your journey? What were you doing before? that was reinforcing the lack. And now what are you doing? That's actually planting that seed of investment. What are you investing in when you give? Yeah, I think, um, coming from the place of lack, I would say, and we'll, we'll go back to your, um, tabs, your tabs analogy that you're using is I was very caught in the like victim rescuer cycle, those two roles in particular, especially the rescuer. And I was attracting all of these people into my life in all spheres from, you know, work through personal who were coming, you know, from a victimhood place. And I was had this mentality of like, oh, let me let me talk you through this. Oh, let me help you like in, you know, whatever way I can. And eventually you have to turn that on yourself and ask yourself, like I said this earlier, like, what am I not giving to myself? That I need to, I need to really evaluate that and sit with that and figure that out. And, you know, there's lots of great tools you can use to, to open that gate for yourself, counseling, other things like that. But once, only once you identify whatever that is and, and can let that go and like let that out of your, out of your story, like, okay, time to close the book on this one. I don't, I, that was the case for me once, but it's not anymore. Then you get to step into the new story and you get when you're coming from that place of like, okay, I'm standing in my power now. What is it? How might I go about creating this empowerment that I feel for others? Um, like you said, it, it's energizing. It's not depleting. Right. Yes. And, and the other side that I will say too is like when you are coming from this place of being, being the coach or being the creator. You, what you don't get to do is decide how someone's going to respond to that. They might still be stuck in a place of being a victim and you don't get yes. to decide that yes. for them. They get to decide that for themselves. And so in that, when you step into that place, I would say the other important piece when you're transitioning from one triangle to the other is knowing how to set good boundaries for yourself. Amen. 
Because if you don't speak a little bit on boundaries, Paige, let's talk about boundaries for a second. No, this is important to everyone listening. I I can already tell we haven't talked about this yet. Whatever you're about to say about boundaries, everybody's going to need to hear. So let's all put our (laughs) listeners on and let's let Paige go. Let's talk about boundaries for a second because this is so incredibly important. Yeah. So, I mean, boundaries, I mean, important across, again, all spheres of your life, all the different facets, work, home life, family, friends, all of it. You get the opportunity to give whatever message you want. And if that's coming from a place of a creator or a coach, that's amazing. A challenger, whatever it might be, that person might not be ready to hear that yet, unfortunately. And if that's the case, again, you don't get to choose that for yourself. You get to deliver the message. Maybe you want to deliver the message twice, try in a different way. And if it's not resonating right now, then you have to put up the boundary. You have to speak from your own power, from your own place of empowerment to the other person. And you have to say, you know what? I'm sorry, but I'm not going to feed this cycle, this story that you're living in in your head. I'm here when you're ready to step into a new story for yourself. I'm here when you're ready to step into your own power. But until that time, it's going to keep depleting your energy for you to stay in that space and try to feed that story. Well, by you becoming the creator in that scenario, you become the challenger for somebody else. And that's, again, the empowerment cycle. We're playing, you, you will play multiple roles at multiple times. Now, like you said, it's not your decision what that person does with it if they ever do anything. That does not change, though, what you're doing as a creator. Well, and what's so important about what you just said, Paige, is that you can't exist in two spaces at once, right? We call that split energy. If you continually try to coach somebody who continues and insists on being a victim, you are going to move into the role of being a rescuer. It is impossible for you to stay a coach to someone who is a victim. So you can coach them, like Paige said. I can coach you and offer you the coaching once or twice, but there's a boundary here. When you decide to move into the empowerment triangle, into the empowerment cycle, I'm here. And, I, and I'll do it with you and I'll go, I'll do it with you and I'll encourage you and we'll, we'll continue this cycle and we'll move upwards. And this is why I'm writing a book right now called Points of Connection. And part of this is where you connect to somebody and then where it ends up. Why do those things change? You know, why do relationships change from where I plugged in seven years ago and now we're in a different space? How? It, it's so important to realize you can plug into a relationship in a lower vibrational energy and then somebody grows. And the other person doesn't. You're not connected anymore. So you have to unplug and plug in somewhere else. Now, you can unplug from each other, still give space, grow as people, and plug back into the higher level vibration, which is awesome, right? But that's boundaries. That's what you're talking about. You can't stay plugged into people all the time to the point where you connected. If you connect to somebody in the in the higher vibration space and you're a coach and they were feeling like a creator, but then for some reason they move down into other space and you're still connected to them, there is no boundary there that says I'm committed to the energy, not necessarily the person, the energy and the growth. So if you decide that you're choosing energy and growth, that's over here. And that's what I'm committed to, right? But you have to be able to see the difference of those things instead of staying plugged into to people or to situations or to a job. If you're making a commitment to a specific job, what if that job turns toxic or what if that job doesn't open the doors that it, it are meant to take you to where you want to go, right? So we have to stay plugged into our purpose. We have to stay plugged into what we're here to do, our mission. And that's what you were talking about earlier. We stay plugged into being the greatest version of ourselves that we possibly can and mirroring that back out into the world and speaking to other people's power. We change the world. 
One of the best pieces of advice I've ever gotten was from a former boss of mine who I'm still very close with. And she said she was giving me the advice when I was a contractor at the time and and they were trying to bring me on full time into the company. And she said, any job that you're ever looking at, she said, you take jobs, whatever people, relationships, anything, you take something for growth and opportunity. You don't take a job, you don't take a relationship for, you know, I mean, in this case, we were talking about jobs. So for money or for, you know, perks or whatever it might be. You do it for growth and opportunity. And I would apply that to relationships too. You don't Mm -hmm. enter into a relationship for somebody's looks or because they're like really good at something. Like you do it because of like the energy. You do it because of the ways in which you might be able to grow and create impact in that space, whatever it is. Yes. And that speaks directly to what this question is in the first place. You know, Nori was asking, can we specify why nobody needs you? Well, nobody needs you because we're all intrinsically powerful. This is within us. All of us are. But we get to choose whether we're going to be, you know, in that lack space, whether we're going to be in the drama cycle, the drama programming, the lack programming, or whether we're going to shift into that power programming. Um, And that's something we are actually currently developing right now internally at the company is we're developing, uh, and this is kind of a pre-announcement, but <laughs> we're developing a, a huge piece of programming to for subconscious and conscious programming, um, but we call it the power program, right? Your power program. It is deprogramming all of the things that keep us in the to the lack space, all of the institutionalized programming. I think I don't think a lot of people understand the history of this programming that we're talking about. And we will talk about that on the podcast as much as possible, but there's there's no amount of time in one or two or three episodes that we can go into all of it. But that's why we have these these courses, that's why we have this coaching, that's why we have our system set up so people can actually go and, you know, into the deep dive is what I call it. Um but once you, once you deprogram from every single space that has programmed you into lack and limitation, and then you replace it with your power program, which is exactly what we're talking about, you cannot help but be the creator because you understand how to set the boundaries. You understand exactly what to look for. We just did an incredible identification exercise in our coaching this last week. And I saw so many light bulbs, bing, 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 where people were talking about they were identifying a situation that kept reoccurring. You know, we had so many people be like, you know, I, I see where somebody was a persecutor to me and I was a victim, but there wasn't a rescuer. And part of the exercise is for us to be like, oh, there's always a rescuer. So let's go through the scenario and through the story, they would be telling the story and I'd be like, that's it right there, right? People don't see these things because they haven't practiced it and identified and understood the cycles that they've been programmed to participate in. It is just programming, guys. Once you realize we can replace this program and get into this power space, you are unlimited because what Paige said at the very beginning of this episode, you are unlimited intrinsically. We're not born with limits. We are programmed with limits. Something that I thought was kind of funny when we were going through that exercise is you're right. People of all the roles, people had, did have the most, they struggled the most to identify the rescuer because yes. when they're reviewing the story, the person definitely fit the archetype, but their actions actually didn't rescue them. It didn't actually, they don't, the reason they didn't, they didn't remember because <laughs> yeah. meaning, meaningfully what that, that rescuer did in this model 
didn't actually change their experience. It just reinforced it and kept it going. Yes. They swoop in to try to, quote unquote, help and rescue you. But all they're really doing is rescuing your your feelings in that moment. They're coddling the feeling and they're reinforcing the feeling. They're not actually helping you. They're not empowering you. They're not speaking to the person who you are intrinsically, right? It's a Band-Aid, which is what we call a Band-Aid solution. It might make you feel better in the moment to have someone swoop in and do that, but it does not reinforce your power. And, and let me say this, we could we could go on and on and on and on and on about this because this and we are going to absolutely have another follow up episode about this because I mean, this is just this is one of the most important topics that we talk about in our entire ecosystem of TMG is, you know, this power programming and you stepping into this higher vibration and seeing yourself for who you really are and seeing other people for who they really are. Um, and when we get into this whole you know concept of, you know, babies, somebody who might be mentally challenged or handicapped, you know. It's what Paige said at the very beginning. When we're looking at someone as limited versus unlimited, that's our problem. That has nothing to do with the person. And this comes down to one of our success principles, which is redefining your purpose, redefining what success is for you. Once you, The redefining part of that is the most important part. When you redefine what your purpose is or what success is. What you're re- what you're realizing is you were programmed with a version of success before or a version of perfection or a version of what purpose is. And if you think that something is supposed to be a certain way, well, people are supposed to have two legs, right? People are supposed to have a certain mental capacity. Well, this person was born without any legs. They are handicapped. Well, this person was born with a lower mental capacity so that they are therefore, you know, mentally retarded. We have all these labels that we slap on people. But maybe their purpose, maybe the reason why they even intentioned themselves into existence in this space is to be a teacher for us and for everybody else. Maybe that is the intention and the intent of that person for even existing. And what if, I mean, I, I have people in my, my family who have mental handicaps, you know, that's the, the label that they're put on. But let me tell you, they are the person who's been the biggest teacher. And it's because nobody in the family has looked at that person as limited from earthly standards, they shouldn't be someone who's even able to take care of themselves, but they live on their own. They buy their own groceries. They have their own job. They pay their own bills. They're dating. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's like other people look at that and they go, how is that even possible? Because nobody looked at that person as if they were incapable. And that person has taught every single person they've ever come into contact with so many lessons about stop creating drama in your life. You know, the simplicity of the way that they live teaches everybody all the time how we can live in a higher vibration just living in pure joy and just you know freely giving love giving hugs telling people good morning it's just like the, the most amazing thing to stop overcomplicating this experience we're having and realize how much power we do have as a creator redefining success also is imperative to that empowerment journey but you said that yes. that journey from lack to power you must redefine success because as all three of us have mentioned at some point in this episode, going on that journey absolutely requires you to walk through the discomfort zone. Like it's, it's, it's a place you exist. Yes. And don't really, to be honest, don't really ever leave. Cause there's no, cause you're already in that, you're in that power space. So you're always willing to just become more and more and more. So you're, there's always new things you're stepping into, right? That you could say are uncomfortable, but you redefine success. Well, then moving through the discomfort, seeing your growth, um, seeing your limitations, and then moving into the, to the creator energy to, to overcome them. When that becomes your, your benchmark for success, then my goodness, you are so 
freaking successful as you Absolutely. move. There's so many every single day, so many opportunities for success every single day as you're moving through that journey. And then it does become this thing. One day you wake up and you're like, oh my gosh, it's been three months and I've been on this this, this journey and already. I can I'm a re, I'm a read made person. I am so different than who I was. The programming has changed. And it's just like, it's it's completely holistic. It's phenomenal. And, so and we exciting. get to do that for other people too. That's the best yes. part. Once you do it for yourself, you apply it to everybody else around you as well. And that's what this episode is all about. See yourself that way and see other people as just as powerful. And, and that's how we change the world. That's how we change the entire Absolutely. world. Absolutely. And what I would add to what Charlie just said is like, something I would offer as you're stepping out of that comfort zone and you're kind of stepping into the discomfort zone, I mentioned this earlier, one of my best friends has become curiosity. And I would I would um, recommend that as a tool for anybody stepping out of their comfort zone. Like get curious, ask questions. Yes. How, what might I learn from this person that I'm about to meet today? What, how might I think about this situation in a different way? How might I embody the mentality of the creator instead of playing the victim in this scenario? Ask yourself yes. as many questions as you can along the way to help guide you. Can I get an amen? When, when Paige is talking, my head is just going like this. Up yes. And down. If you're not watching us, <laughs> if you're just listening to us, there's a lot of there's a lot of nodding going on. If you want to see our heads bobble, go over yeah. to YouTube and watch <laughs> us there. <laughs> this has been a great episode. Thank you, Paige, so much for joining us. Is there anything that you would love to leave the audience with today? Like I said, we could revisit this and we will in the future um, again and again. But is there anything you'd love to leave people with today on their journey from lack to empowerment and, and, and you know, giving that out into the world, empowering other people around them, planting those seeds of change? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is get curious, people. Curiosity is your best friend on this journey. It's an uncomfortable one, but it's going to be so rewarding. It's like getting to the end of a long hike. And you get to see the great view at the end. Mm -hmm. Like it's worth it every time. Um, and so get comfortable being uncomfortable. Embrace curiosity and, you know, take take the hills and valleys as they come because um, yes. it's a continuous journey, but it's a beautiful one. Law of rhythm. I love that. I was, yeah. yeah, I was just about to say. Charlie, is there anything you'd love to, to say to the audience as we're heading out? Last spinoff on that, you know, law of rhythm says that we're going to have peaks and valleys, highs and lows. It's just part of moving, yes. you know, for every, uh, you know, the wave has the crest and it has whatever the bottom part of the wave is called. I don't know, <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, it is a natural, a natural uh, 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 part of flow. But the thing is, we get to choose how we relate to this and, and choosing empowerment means that you just embrace all of it as part of that growth journey. And, and again, as you are empowering yourself, you are naturally empowering others and you become more tuned in how to give to others in a way that's going to expand their lives instead of constrict it. Absolutely. Amen. Next week, we're going to be talking about releasing the fear of death. This is a really important one. You know, a lot of, you know, what we're talking about here with people's limitation comes from fear and a lot of it also comes from the fear of death in and of itself, right? You know, this is just a glove that we're in for limited time. We existed beyond physical before we came here. We will exist beyond after. And so how do we release this fear of death? Next week, we're going to be talking about the actual programming surrounding death. And we're going to be talking about how death is viewed around the world and how there actually are currently. We're not just theoretically talking about different programming, there is different programming about death all over the place where it is celebrated. It is such a natural part of the life cycle that people do not, you know, mourn the way we do. And they, they're not so afraid of it the way that we are. It is just part of the natural life cycle. And it is so incredibly embraced and celebrated. So we're going to talk about how we can release that fear and also empower people in that way as well to live a life in, in freedom. 
And I, let me tell you, freedom from fear is just the bee's knees. It is the absolute best. So we're going to talk about that next week. And you guys, again, m- make sure that you hit the like button, share, subscribe. And thank you, Paige, so much for being with us today. This was such an amazing episode. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Great to be here. Absolutely. And you'll definitely be back. I know that you will. (laughs) All right, everybody. We'll see you guys next week and have a fantastic week. And remember to do something in your world that's going to make an impact. And we're going to encourage you right now to plant a seed of change and do it from a place of power and see that seed of change and seed of power in somebody else bloom this week. I promise you, if you plant that seed with that intention, you're going to see some amazing things happen. We'll see you guys right back here next week. Bye. Adios.